Join us for a monumental moment. You are here with a Trio Tribune. Welcome back to our podcast, Yay. guys. We are so happy you are here. We hope you guys enjoy this as much as we enjoy putting it out there. You're here with Abby, Amelia, Beth. So here we go. Highs and lows for this week. I want to start with Amelia. Okay. Um, a low for me. Oh. This is funny. I was walking through um, Tommy and Kirsten's kitchen, and I needed to go grab something upstairs and walk, 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 and I stubbed my toe, and I, like, stubbed, like, pretty much all my toes. It pretty much just, like, across all of them, and I was like, oh, and it was so much so that, like, I turned around, and everyone else was all, ooh, <laughs> and so everyone it was funny because we pain. all know the feeling of stubbing your toes, so that was not fun. Um, and then my high would be that I've been able to spend a lot of time with family this week and just hang out with some nieces and nephews that I don't normally get to as much um, and like siblings and just, yeah, have a lot of family time. So that's been super fun for me. My low was just working two jobs and full-time mom, but I'm doing it. And then... You're doing it, Abby. I'm doing it. And you're doing a good job at it. It sucks right now, but you're doing it. I'm doing it. You're good at it. Well, my high is that I have such incredible support. So my birthday happened to be that same time. So being back so generous for my birthday gift. (laughs) And then um, we got a bonus at work. So it all works out. Wow. Honestly, like timing couldn't have been better. Super grateful. And... I'm not in the negative right now, so yay. That's a high. That's the high. (laughs) Okay, my low. I was cutting a lime, and I definitely cut my finger at Abby's house. Oh, and that would hurt because of the juice. That was bad. Yeah, and the funny thing, too, was, I'm going to hurry and tell a quick story. Adeline was cutting up your salad for your birthday dinner and I said Adeline just be careful and I kept saying that and she's all I've done this before Aunt Beth and I said I know I've cut things before too and I still cut myself and she's like okay and then literally she didn't cut herself she was fine she made that salad so good and then I go and cut some lines and I'm like ah! I cut myself so I should have just careful? listened to my own advice I thought I was being careful and then dad took over and I watched how he was cutting the limes. And I was like, oh, I should have cut it like that. <laughs> Anyways. Well, how are you doing it? The, the skin down. So it was kind of rolly. Oh, but yeah, dad was putting it. Yeah. So but the thing there. Up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, I'm learning how to cut food still in my late 20s. <laughs> my happy high was Pierce sleeping last night Mm. in bed. He is just the cutest, and I'm looking. All of my highs are about Pierce. Mm. (laughs) I'm sorry if that's. He's pretty much the high of our lives, too. But that's just where I'm at. Like, he really is everything to me right now. And so, yeah, but he was sleeping, and his face just looked so precious and squishy and cute, and I just wanted to eat him up. So that was my high. Cute. Love that. I love sleeping babies. Yeah, then I miss them. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so we're going to hop right into human connection today. We want to bring light to connecting more to the people in our lives and maybe learning how to connect more outside of new technology. Yeah, I think that's, I think this is a great topic. This has definitely been something that I've been more aware of for myself. Like, I don't know when it became a habit for, I'm like thinking back for me, when did it become a habit that I pull out my phone while waiting in line? Like, at what? why is that a habit? And I see it for, uh, like, everyone around me. Yeah. Anyone in a, sp- a position where they're waiting or by themselves, watch them. They will pull out their phone l- within seconds every time. I have a story about that, actually, where it's not, like, a big story. It's an experience where I was getting my oil changed. I think you were with me up in Sandy, and there was eight or nine adults in the waiting room and every single person had their phone out yeah and I looked around and it kind of made me sad in a way because I was like I could hear this old man's life story or he could tell me something he could teach me something right now I could ask him I never did because I felt uncomfortable and he was on his phone so I didn't want to bug him because that's like there's so many excuse me put that away yeah (laughs) no but it just made me realize that we are missing an opportunity to connect to love to learn from those around us yeah I think that's a big reason like anytime someone asks me why I do hair I will always say hair makes sense to me I feel like I it comes naturally to me. But the reason I do hair is because I love connecting with people. And that is a very easy, natural way to have a conversation with someone. They're sitting in my chair for maybe an hour, maybe two, maybe three. So, of course, I'm going to, like, connect with them. And I, and I think that, like, that's just something subconsciously I've decided because I know it benefits my life. Like, I don't picture myself doing a job where I'm on the computer all day. And I think that's where we're at. Like, not a lot of people have the opportunity to have someone in their chair and talk to them. A lot of people nowadays are working from home, staring at a screen for 8, 10, 12-hour days. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to give you an opportunity. No, I, I have a lot of thoughts. My first thought that I had is, okay, we're in a waiting room. What did we used to do before phones? And I thought about, we all had magazines. So, and before that, I don't know. But that's like, when I was younger, I remember going to appointments and then there just being a stack of magazines. I specifically remember always gravitating towards the Guinness Book of World Records. Like, that was our go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, and even that, there was still more of a connection because I typically would be looking at this with someone else, like a sibling or something. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's like that, um, what is that snake that slowly can a con is it a boa, boa, constrictor? boa constrictor? Like society has slowly become more confined or suffocated into this form of isolation. But then I had this other thought of like, well, yes, we are sitting behind a screen for X amount of hours, and a lot of it is like 
being what we consider productive. Like I'll go to an appointment and be like, okay, I'm sitting here in the waiting room. I have like 20 emails to catch up on. So I am quote busy, but missing out on an opportunity to connect. Then my other thought is we're sitting behind a screen and connecting virtually, which is still like one degree further from connection. But in a way, a lot of people would would say, wow, we're so we're able to connect with everyone now. Mm -hmm. right. So it's interesting to think about all the aspects of it. Mm -hmm. I like that you bring, bring that up. Well, yeah, I think that it's very, like, I think a lot of people, their first response about social media is it's a, it, that's, it's a connecting platform. It's a social platform. You're supposed to interact with people. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's a lot of connection, human connection that is lost through a social platform. And I, just listening to Abby talk about that and like, right, okay, I could get some emails done during this waiting period. I think in that moment, it would be more so a priority thing and recognizing priorities. Okay, I could use this time for this, but in the grand scheme of things, would it benefit me mentally, emotionally more to connect with humans rather than answering an email? Yeah, so what do you guys think the benefits are connecting more physically than I think there's a lot more because you are using your senses with it you, like and you can emotionally physically mentally connect in every way if you touch someone I feel like we have power within us if when you touch somebody it's it's a showing of care and love and things like that or when you stare at somebody's eyes not through a screen I feel like there's a block but in person if you stare at somebody's eyes you can see within them you can feel so much more and I feel like just that is a way deeper connection that reminds me of the skin to skin contact that so many women advocate for after birth because we have learned the benefits of it for our children and our babies and the infants to be able to regulate their heart rates and um, so much more just with skin-to-skin -skin contact. Mm -hmm. And just because you're not an infant anymore, those benefits we don't disappear. We still right. need still it. still a human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually was reading a, a blog and... It mentioned that people with strong social connections strengthen the immune system and increase their chances of living longer by 50%. Okay, that's funny, right? I, w I saw this video. I didn't double check any of the facts, but they were talking about how sports will increase your life by so much percentage. Mm -hmm. And it was like running would increase your life by like 3%. And then it kind of went up from there, right? Okay, so whatever the next sport could be, snowboarding, whatever. And it would give you a percentage. And the highest ranking sport was like 9%. And it was um, tennis, and tennis and pickleball, like racquetball, because of the social aspect. It wasn't about the physical activity. It was about the social 
aspect of the sport. And that's what actually increased your life by that big of a percentage. What was the percentage? It went from 3% at running. I just, I specifically remember that 3% was running and um, tennis sport or like racket sports were like uh, 9%. 9%. Yeah. I just think when you say that, I think to myself, we as humans are not intended to be alone. Mm-mm. We mm. are made to be with each other. We are made to have a community and other people. You literally cannot bring a human life into the world alone. Like, mm-hmm. right. Like you can't. Mm-hmm. You either need another person or you need another person's <laughs> science experiment. <laughs> like, we either need a doctor to execute, <laughs> a doctor to execute, or another partner. Yeah, like that goes to show. Yeah, yeah, and I was also um, thinking about this. So loneliness doesn't necessarily mean you're alone. Ugh. Loneliness is a feeling internally. I was talking to Dad about this actually a couple days ago, and I had told him I had never had this feeling before because I identify. This is how I described loneliness, and he thinks he's like, I think I just came up with a new. Um, definition for lonely based off of what I was telling him because I said I felt I'd never had this feeling of being alone before where it wasn't that I was necessarily alone that made me made me feel lonely it was knowing that there are people I was meant to be with that I wasn't with mm-hmm. and that made me feel lonely I've been alone before and if I'm being productive, I typically don't feel lonely. But it's when my people are not with me and I know they're not with me that I start to have that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in that case, the loneliness kind of becomes a loss, mm. right? Because you're losing or have lost or you notice that emptiness mm-hmm. of where that connection or... yeah. I don't know. That's kind of what goes through my head. Yeah. So to me, loneliness is is a feeling, obviously. And it's the knowing that you aren't being fulfilled by those connections mm-hmm. that are there or, or the lack of connection with your people. So you start to feel lonely. Um, and so I... I was reading something that said basically like you can have all your people around and still be lonely. It's the it's the effort and the connection with those people that make you feel fulfilled. Uh, absolutely. Okay, that reminds me. I feel like for me, spending time with other people watching a movie and no, it's the least amount of effort and connection that one could possibly give another to be being with them or creating a sense of togetherness. And so for me, that is in no way fulfilling to sit there and watch TV or watch a movie with someone. And I think that also is kind of brings us back around to talking about sitting behind a screen Mm -hmm. and how that does create one level distance Mm -hmm. between connection. Right. I'm thinking, I'm listening to your words and I'm like, yeah, I think in that case, the priority would be entertainment. It wouldn't be connection. So, therefore, you've lost the point of being yes. with another person. Amen. Right? Like, you're more focused on being entertained by 
movie, show, TikTok, TikTok, Instagram, then connecting with other humans and yeah. feeling that loneliness. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of good stuff. Like we've been, we've been. Uh, what's the word? Crushing it. <laughs> Don't think that's the one. Too we've better. been spitting knowledge. You know, <laughs> just kidding. Um, it's powerful. Yeah. Same um, <laughs> so human connection in person, we know, is is better, right? Yeah. Is more beneficial. Fulfilling, yeah. beneficial. Human connection in real life is a necessity. However, <laughs> we have been, and I would say it's a, a blessing that we have technology and social media platforms to connect with the people that maybe aren't right by us. You know? Physically. Physically. Right. Which, even to that extent, sorry that I'm cutting you off, but it originally started with a phone call. Mm-hmm. And no, then now, it, no. It well, letters. With the, like, beep, 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 well, beep, right. Okay, but <laughs> in my lifetime, way oh, <laughs> back, it started with birds and Did flying. It started oh, with like letters too. that were ran. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, we've we technology is useful. It's amazing, right? But it was a way to connect a phone call. So you heard someone's voice. Mm-hmm. But now we've gone as far as just chatting mm-hmm. so that still has eliminated that conversation with like hearing someone's voice and responding mm-hmm. so I do feel like it's kind of like a double-edged sword like yeah that's a really useful tool but now we've made this useful tool become the easiest way to not connect with to someone disconnect. <laughs> yeah. and I just think with that being said I want us to be aware of that like and I think a lot of people are yeah. however it it still gets in the way. And we live in a fast-paced world. And so we need to prioritize our our connection in real life. Right. And even if that is simply for our own health, to prioritize connection, not even just for other people, but like if you feel like you're getting anxiety or depression, then... The lack of connection. And it's proven that human connection gives us a healthier life and a longer lifespan and a happier life. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of, I'm oh, sorry, oh. this is just kind of like a random story, but this is literally, the story just keeps replaying in my head. Me and Abby went to that Smith's in Saratoga Springs, and the lines were stupid. They are so long. We walked in, mm-hmm. and I remember saying, is what is going on? Are we missing like an announcement of something? Because the lines were through is the aisle. Is it COVID again? <laughs> like I paper? thought we missed something because <laughs> the lines were so long. That Smith is always packed. I found out. Yeah, I was shouting to the store, "What is going on?" And this lady's like, "Oh, it's like this every Saturday." And I was like, "So then I decided to go get us coffee for the line." So yeah, so Abby, uh-huh. we got we didn't grab a cart. Uh-huh. So we had all of our yeah. all of our stuff in our hands. And then Abby was like, well, I'm going to go get a coffee for us. So she, so she gave me her stuff, and my hands were full. I was standing in line with my hands full. She went to go get a coffee. So I physically could not pull out my phone to scroll. Yeah. And because of that, the man – and I don't – not because of that, but the man in front of me made a comment. He's like, 
is this all beer? Because we were on the alcohol aisle, and it was a whole aisle of beer. Uh-huh. And and he just started a conversation with me. Uh-huh. And because my hands were so full and I couldn't pull out my phone to scroll, it made it so that I, oh, I actually don't know. I don't drink alcohol, but it looks like it. Yeah. And then we talked the entire time. Yeah. You were available yeah. for that. And then Abby eventually came back, like, right as we're checking out. And then he finishes checking out. He's like, see ya. Have a good day. We had a whole conversation. I knew he lived in Eagle Mountain way before it was big. He was so shocked that there is all these stores. And now that it can be this full. Like, it was just a really cool moment to connect with him. He was from um, South America originally. Like, it was just, yeah. But I just remember physically or thinking, like, I would have scrolled on my phone if my hands yes. were not full. And I, I love 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 reminders like that because that's exactly what we need we as humans need that more than we need our our phones and connecting with people that are far away if i'm being honest i love our followers and i love the people that i get to keep up with our family that lives in california and Arizona and all that. However, Pierce is in my living room playing with his toys. And I could sit down with him and play with him and make his day so happy. And I could make a memory with him that, and and also I will be fulfilled as a mom when I sit down and play with him. And I think that technology and things like that get in the way of those precious monumental moments of connection small but seemingly seemingly small but monumental yes exactly and so that reminds me of we went out to this coffee shop while we were in northern utah and while we were there we were there for a long time like this what i feel like they were like in brazil picking the coffee beans it it took forever (laughs) yeah but in that time, we had had our own conversation, sat down and waited, um, and we looked across, and there's this single guy sitting down at a table alone, but this coffee shop had the cutest little signs that you could put on your table indicating that the seat next to you was available, and which is so cool, and I think that's such a great thing, but also, it just made me think, we don't have to have a sign to let us know we are we're humans and we can connect with this person who's sitting alone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good challenge for all of us. I don't think that we need a sign to let us know that we're allowed to I think it's a beautiful thing. Keep the signs and put out more. But I think that that's an indication that we as humans have lost that autonomy or the ability to just choose that without a sign yeah to give us permission can i sit with you yeah it's as easy as that is that right too available like your your body language could be the sign Mm -hmm. not having headphones in not being honed into a screen Mm -hmm. but like i don't know there's other ways i don't know but like your body language could be the way right your Mm -hmm. autonomy like the autonomy of that yeah and with that i know that we've gotten so um What's the word? Like afraid. Like conditioned. Yes, we've gotten so conditioned to being afraid of everybody. I I genuinely feel that. And I feel like I've built up this fear that everyone is out to get me. Everyone 
is unsafe. You can't trust anyone, things like that. And that takes away so much from also connecting with people. I think that it's good to still be protective of yourself and aware. Yeah, like having being able to have your antennas up, be alert, you know, be able to see the nearest exit, but don't let that be as, be afraid to connect with the people in front of the exit. Mm-hmm. They're not there. Not everybody's out to harm. Mm-hmm. And that is super hard. I think ugh, I feel like that has so much to do with like the news and like mm-hmm. just seeing so much harm and danger happening to people across the globe than we which we weren't aware of when we weren't staring at a screen that was telling us, look at how scary the world is right now. And maybe that is part of it is like being behind the screen and seeing all those things. And we're more fearful of Mm -hmm. all these people around us because everybody seems dangerous. Mm -hmm. But also there's so many good people out there that have a story to tell that have love to give. And I feel like it's so important that we, we figure out how to, like get to that point where we can trust strangers and and build a connection with them even if it's just small and by saying hi or if the old man in front of you says why isn't your baby wearing socks I say oh he didn't want them instead of getting offended oh my gosh you know (laughs) he's an old man trying to get out like teach me something you know or something I think I just feel like they're so so much out there that can get in the way of connection and I I want to be better at that um I was listening to something that that said we don't look at people anymore um that it's rude staring is rude in America and and countries but if we stared into each other's eyes that would do so much for our 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 self that day yeah. and i wonder if if it wasn't rude to stare what life would be like right. if we weren't so cautious of oh i can't stare or if somebody sees them staring and being instantly mad or annoyed or grossed out what would come from the little girl staring at you for five minutes. I had this Would com- you start a conversation and say, hi, like, what's your name? Do you, do you like my earrings? Do you like my hair? Oh, you think my face looks silly, don't you? None of that's bad. <laughs> like, right. And so I'm just, I wonder what life would be like if it wasn't improper to yeah. stare. And I think oh. that's something we learned over time because when we're kids, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. So it is more of like a social conditioning, which is interesting because I had this conversation with Adeline not too long ago, and she was pointing at someone, and I was trying my best to tell her like, hey, it's not the most polite thing because, unfortunately, most of the time when people point at us, we automatically think it is something negative, kind of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but it's not. And she mm-hmm. was trying to tell me, like, she wanted this, like, she thought this was cool. So she's pointing at this person. And telling me, I don't even remember what it was, but it wasn't anything negative. And um, so now, I and I noticed in myself the other day, I was, like, staring at this lady's jacket because mm-hmm. I thought it was cute. Yeah. So I'm, like, staring at it, and I kept looking at it, 
and probably like tilting my head and squinting my eyes because I everything's on my face and easy to read and I don't know yeah how to conceal anything Mm -hmm. so she like looked at me and I'm like oh I just keep staring at your jacket it's so cute and I felt like I had to tell her why I was looking because I Mm -hmm. didn't didn't want her to think anything negative about me Mm -hmm. um but it is interesting just to reflect on where we learned this and how can we how can use we it for good. use it? How can we change this and adapt it in a better way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I think that there's definitely been ways that we've tried to make it better, right? Yeah. There's time limits now. You can set passwords to limit the time on social media or things like that. Um, and I think those simple tools really can make a difference and or just eliminating it from yourself. Um, for a certain amount of time, like, okay, I'm going to not be on the app for whatever this time. Taking breaks, I some people don't love that, but I think it's a very healthy thing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to just disconnect. To reconnect. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I, like, I think it just, yeah, exactly, right? So I think that that could be a thing. I know for me, I, I, I don't love the balance that I don't have with, with my phone. And it's not bad. But I've seen years in the past where I my life is way more fulfilled because I'm less attached to my phone. Mm-hmm. So I personally like to set a limit. I can only be on social media or using apps for 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, because that helps me have a bit more of a balance in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think even just setting your phone, leaving it in the kitchen while you do all your things outside and inside the house. If you're like a stay-at-home mom, you have to mow the lawn or whatever, play with your kids outside, make dinner, put your phone away for a good stretch of time and just see the difference in how you interact with those around you. Yes. I, that, that is going to be our um, call of action. Yeah. Um, Our, our call of action um, this week is for you to find an hour an hour is that a good start? Yeah. Yeah. A day. Put your phone in a box. Leave it. You can go to the store, start a conversation, stay home with your kids, play with them, see what productive connection you can make while your phone is in a box for an hour every day. And you do have permission to leave your house without your phone. That is okay. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's a funny thing because I was thinking like, okay, when I have a house, I don't want to have to carry my phone from room to room. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I should get a landline. And then it was funny because we were at Tommy and Kirsten's house and she's like, I was thinking about getting a landline. And I'm like, isn't that so funny how time, like we've totally circled back. (laughs) Like we've all like, oh my gosh, phones are so convenient. We can have them with us all the time. And I was like, oh, this is so annoying and it's actually hindering my life more than I'd prefer I wish I had a landline so that if it was so funny one time I was trying to call Beth and she couldn't she wasn't answering her phone and I was like if only there was a way I could notify her that I'm trying to talk to her (laughs) like like a phone (laughs) I was like I wish I had a landline even with a phone I think there is good in everything and there also is um you know can be yeah hindering in places but overall 
human connection is what we all need. And it is going to help and better our life. And finding ways to connect with those around you in person will be awesome for your life. That reminds me of that cute video that was viral, like, I don't know, probably like a year ago, where parents were laying their head on their kids' laps and just seeing the reaction. And almost always the reaction was just so tender and authentic. Or pet. Yeah, they would (laughs) lay their head or like kiss or smile. And I'm like, how simple was that? It took like not even three seconds. And Mm -hmm. it made a physical and emotional reaction occur in both people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, and I think that even if you're not ready to leave your phone or say hi to a stranger you I would I would hope and assume you already have people in your life that you could connect with and maybe it is like just a smile just looking into their eyes or a hug could really benefit you and I think that it could be really really cool for you to be super aware of your body your mind and how it feels when you hug someone you love and or another human being I think that that could be really cool to be aware of that, feel it, and then you'd notice and be aware of it moving forward because you were so hyper aware. <laughs> you know? This is something else I just thought of. And it's even, it's a step closer for connection than texting and phone calls maybe, but not quite physical yet. And I love leaving notes, mm-hmm. handwritten notes. I think they have a little, a little bit more connection. So even if that's one more step that you could take to create a more um, close-knit connection with mm-hmm. your neighbor, a friend, yeah. just leave a little sticky note. Mm-hmm. So we've given you a few ideas um, to help you connect with those around you. And we hope that you take that and can use it for good this week. Um, We love you and we are grateful that we have this opportunity to connect with you guys and and build a a stronger bond with womanhood. Make sure to follow us at A Trio Tribune on Instagram. Like and subscribe. Leave Leave a comment and tell us a story of a time that you've felt like it's benefited you to connect or... If you have any tips or tricks or ways to connect with people or limit your phone usage, whatever it may be, yeah. Tag three friends that you want to connect with in person in the comments. Good job. We love you. Good job. Love you. Good job. Love you.